What's up, dog? What's going on, brother? Oh, just hanging out, man. Having a couple having beers and getting some clothing packed and just hanging out, you know. Oh, you getting packed? What you uh? What you about to get into, player? Man, I got a weekend, man. Uh, well, if everything goes to plan. Oh, chinga. I'm off all week. I work tomorrow afternoon. Chinga! Chinga, way. That shit forever. Matthew said all the time. Chinga. Tell me, uh, tell me about me. Oh, tell me what you can tell me over these live airwaves. Where, where you going? What you doing? Oh, yeah. Everything's everything's good. Um, well, tomorrow's my dad's birthday. Ah. So, uh... Happy birthday, Mr. Big Ren. Mr. Big Ren, yeah. There's a... Um... Show we're gonna hit up tomorrow in Evansville. Mm. And then... Yeah, I know. It's... 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 it's I mean, it's... It ain't no... Bullshit country here on the... On the TV. <laughs> you know? It's the... All stuff. <laughs> it's the what? That's uh, uh, a couple guys... It's the good outlaw stuff, uh, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bandanas over <laughs> the a, face. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's a guy named Cody Jink. I actually heard that name before. And then Saturday, they're pretty good. Yeah. They're, uh, they're pretty good. I mean, like, I don't know. I they they don't they ain't singing about no driving down no back roads, <laughs> hanging out <laughs> women, you know, type bull. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, they're pretty good. And then um, Saturday, yeah, they just, I I just asked for Friday night off, and they just went ahead and gave me the whole weekend. So I was like, <sighs> fuck it, take it. Yeah, so I'm gonna go back to the go back to the hill Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I haven't been home since October. Okay. And then I just realized I just realized there's a uh, there's a heavy metal show in Indy on Sunday. Boy, international ring, inter- interstate ring. Yeah. Uh, I ain't about to lead yeah, that foot. Like, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of these venues? Hmm. Uh, the Citadel. The Citadel? Or the Yes. Or the what? Or the Emerson Theater. Um. So in my line of work, I believe we've done a lot of work at the Citadel. I think we've done work at both places. Yes. I'm not familiar with them okay, personally, we'll but yeah. The show was supposed to be at the Citadel mm-hmm. on Sunday, and apparently the Citadel just up and closed. Oh <laughs> shit! I did not know that. I need to take that back to work with me. And at the end. And then the Emerson apparently just reopened like three months ago. Okay. And like, like, like I said, the show was supposed to be at the Citadel before, and I had heard nothing bad thing. Like, yeah. no ventilation. Everything is all fucked up inside. They don't hmm. even sell beer. They sell water for dollars. Parking yeah. is over, fucker. Yeah. And they up and just cancel shows out of nowhere for no reason. It don't sound like good business, and as you see, it, it got them shut down. But yeah, like like I said, they they switched venues, and like 
I'm really trying to, there's like five bands playing, uh, two of the headliners. One of the headliners just played at the festival I'm going to this year. They played there last year. And I'm trying to see the co-headliner more than the main headliner. And they don't have <clears throat> that show on their page. Mm. So I messaged, I messaged the Emerson. I messaged the band. Yeah, yeah. Trying to see up. But either way, it should be fun. Mm. It should be a time. Okay, look at you, player. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I was like, I was, I was wanting to go to the show on Sunday, like a while back, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm not, I'm not gonna try to drive up three hours to yeah. a venue that might just up and cancel the show." <laughs> no, you know, that's facts. Super facts. But that that city is dope enough to where you can find some shit to get into. Otherwise, it's a very underrated city. Oh yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. What do you think, to, bro? Oh man, dude. I mean, you know, man. I've been uh, I've been prepping for this next phase of the career, which will definitely uh, fill up a day. Um, but you know, as far as the show goes, man, we had a hell of a show last week. Oh yeah, we did. And uh, I, I got a little feedback. You know what I mean? Here and there. <laughs> I feel like uh, our shows that get the most feedback are the ones where I'm like talking about women and either yep. like. Calling them out on shit like I did last week, or discussing the nuances of what they think about society. Um, I think the last, uh, the last, the last time I've had like even this sizable amount of feedback, especially from women, was like when we that asked about a year ago when we talked about uh, what was it, man? When I when we got in trouble for uh, talking about marriage. <laughs> And uh, then you know, having to get up on here and 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 explain how we 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 finally understand identity or have a better understanding of identity, and um, how how it ain't necessarily what you say or how you say it. Sometimes it's who says it. Oh yeah. So, um, but yeah. So a year later, after I talked about how women don't apologize, had some really had some really good discussions, man. Um, really good discussions, man. Um. Most of the women I talked to, like, begrudgingly agreed. <laughs> they didn't want to, but they were like, damn it. They didn't want to be like, fuck, he got, fuck, he got me. I haven't said sorry since the 90s. Like, any true, real apology. Um, one woman I used to date or, or see was like, you know what? She said, you know, she used to be that way, but after spending time with me, she actually kind of grew and, and became better at, at saying at giving a body so I said, Oh, so I'm just everybody's fucking guinea pig for this bullshit, huh? And what it comes down to. They gotta uh, learn somewhere. I'm saying, man. Right. Yeah. On me. Be be an asshole to me. I can take it. That's um, that's the way that's the way it is, man. That's the way it goes. But I I will talk about you on my podcast. So hey, the trade off. Um Sweet. on top of that, you know, I uh I checked another woman. Not checked. That's strong. That's strong. I didn't. I didn't check her, but uh, had been in contact with a woman. I had been, um, you know, building a a friendship relationship foundation with, and she acted an ass too, and didn't apologize. And somehow we found ourselves in in conversation, and I had to let her know. <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> you hurt my feelings. Hey man, you always gotta let them know though. 
Yeah, for your own piece, like like the initial you know conversation came from from your own piece. Yeah, I let people know forever hold my peace. Um, yeah, because I mean otherwise it's like they're just yelling at you. And it's like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, and then on top of that, man, I had uh, so actually uh, a colleague of mine. Um, she doesn't know I do this podcast, but I had the day after we, uh, you know, or no, no, the day of that, the day the show dropped. Which happened to be Valentine's Day. I had, um, she had told me about like her Valentine's morning and how she was like kind of pissed, and, like her like her husband didn't do enough. And I'm like, huh? Look at the timing. What did she do? <laughs> yeah, right. I yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm telling you. So. I had talked to her about what we talked about, you know, the how, how women don't apologize, and she kind of had to sit with herself. She was like, damn, yeah, like, I'm not good at that. And then we had a uh, we had a meeting that Monday. Or we actually know we were going to lunch that Monday. So the weekend passed, and she's like, hey, real name, real name. She pulled me aside <laughs> and was like telling me about how, you know, what the husband was doing for Valentine's Day that night and how he got everything right, but he kind of messed up one thing. And so at first she was getting a little a little snippy, but then she thought of me. And I'm like, ha, ha. But then she <laughs> thought of me and, like, apologized. Whoa. And yeah. And, like, her husband couldn't believe it. <laughs> like, he was like, wait. He was like, wait, wait, wait what what'd you say? Wait, what? Oh, my God. To where, like... Yeah, to where, like, that weekend, my fault, to where, like, that weekend, like, he was still, like, stuck. Like, yo, you, like, I can't believe you apologized. Like, thank you. Like, he was really thanking her. And now she's pregnant. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. One baby at a time. See, like, I've I've never been in a relationship or, like, around Valentine's Day. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, I feel like that shit should be, like, a two-way street. Like That's funny you say that. Like, Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just, like, and it goes for both sides. Like, it's not just one side doing something nice for the other. And, I mean, and really, fuck Valentine's Day. You should do something nice for your your partner every day, you know? But they just Talking make it this one day. Just, like, boy. You know what I mean? Like, they just... They just like oh, this one day we got to go all out. It's like well, I mean, we could go go a little bit every day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to go all out on the one day. We could, you know, what I'm saying we could, you know, pace, pace it, tortoise in the hair. That's funny. That's just me though. That's just me though. I feel you, man. You said something. You said uh, you know it being a two way street. So like. I got a question there for you. for y'all. We'll talk about it a little bit, but for y'all, who follow me on the, on the IG. I do the little Sunday Sunday service uh, when I get a free Sunday. And uh, a listener had uh, quoted what I said at the end of the show, where I said, "Women, the women apologize by throwing the ass that you done had mad times." <laughs> and so I saw that question, and I got curious about like you know how women give gifts on Valentine's Day. And so I asked some of my homies, man, a few homies, you know, like, what what did they get for Valentine's Day? Um, they all got apologies. Yeah, they all got apologies. <laughs> <laughs> they all got apologies. 
um, for Valentine's Day. So it's a one. This 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 romance thing is just mad one sided, man. It's one sided. It's a lot of a lot of societal bullshit at play, man. It's it's patriarchy and what people believe men are supposed to be, women are supposed to be, how emotions are weak for some. Well, weak for everybody. Because if you're a guy who shows your emotions, you're you're weak. You're gay. <laughs> Nigga, that's gay. Right. Nigga, you do yoga. Fucking gay. gay. Stretching. Um, gay. And if you're a woman who shows emotion, you're weak. Because it's like you can't show them the right way or whatever, whatever people say. But, yeah, man. I don't know, man. Speaking of Valentine's Day, how, how was yours? Did you do anything special? Did you take yourself out? Did you take somebody out? What'd you do? Fuck no, dog. I worked. Uh, and, like, bro, I swear to God, we had, like, like, we weren't, like, I wasn't busy in my kitchen because, like, we do these fucking stupid-ass heart-shaped pizzas on Valentine's Day. Work. I swear to God, motherfuckers <laughs> place orders a month in advance for these motherfuckers. For heart-shaped pizza? Heart-shaped pizzas, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, like, I'm pretty sure, like, we got, like, the same phone, or, like, the same phone size. Mm. Straight up from the bottom of the phone... Add like add another phone on top of that. That's how many tickets we had that night. Oh wow! Like my boss went through ten thousand pepperonis because he knows how many pepperonis he puts on each fucking pizza. That's kind of serial killer like. But go ahead. I mean, they've been doing it for forty years. Yeah, serial so, killers take. Uh, they 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 believe in nuance <laughs> and structure. And bullshit, but like I did see how many boxes of pepperonis they went through that night, and yeah. it was pretty outrageous. But fuck no, dog. I didn't do shit. I worked, came home, drank about 15, 16 fucking beers, and played fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> there it is. There it is. I'm kind of like flabbergasted that people went all out for like pizza that all you did was massage the dough in a different shape. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah and, we, and we cut we cut a box, and we. And we cut her, and we get the pizza cutter and cut around that box with the dough, and fucking got a heart shaped pizza, bitch. Wow, <laughs> romance in White County. Yeah, man, it was. I mean, it was it was fucking slammed, but like we've been dead all week because right. of how busy we were last week. True, true. <laughs> he said, "I went home, fifteen, sixteen beers, and Call of Duty." I uh. Um, how about you? Well, you know, so the actual Valentine's Day, I actually went out with a few of the few of the guys at work. Man, we went and got sushi and drank sake bombs. Dude, I'm, dude that's like the third time I've heard sake bombs this week. It's a real thing, man. Real thing. Went out, had some sushi, had some sake bombs, and uh, then we went to this bar. I went to this little little bar. There was a DJ playing. Um, you know, in my line of work, like if I go to a bar or a club, I'm kind of like judging the DJ a little bit. Yeah. So it's just like me going out to eat. Yeah, yeah. Like, how's your cilantro game? Yeah, you <laughs> so know. How's your oregano? Yeah. And so, like, the DJ was cool musically. They didn't, you know, she didn't do too much interacting. But I met a woman there. Mm. And uh, I walked up. I said, hey, girl, I like your hoops, girl. <laughs> she was like, ha, ha. Or something like that. However it went. But no, you know, I had a cool conversation, man. And then I set up, you know, I set up a date for the next day. Right. And so I get up, I wake up the second time because, you know, I I went to sleep. I had had sake bombs and drinks. So I went back to sleep. I woke up. I hit her like, yeah, yeah. Hope you slept good. Yeah, I mean, what we talking about for the night? We still on? Am I still planning this date? Ski. Yeah, I mean. 
she goes, and I am not bullshitting you, bro. <laughs> I am not bullshitting you. She goes, hey, I'm sorry, I have to cancel. My roommate didn't like how comfortable I seemed with you last night. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, I am flabbergasted still. We can't do nothing right. Bruh, I've never heard that in my life. I've never heard that in my life. There is literally always something. Bruh. What am it I supposed be, to do? It could be the color of your fucking shoelaces. Bruh. <laughs> what am I supposed to do out here? Man. Man, see see what you all start doing? You all start dressing like me. You think so? Yeah. See where that gets you. Fuck, man. She said I made her too comfortable. Like, what do you want her, like, what do you want me to do? Like, you want me to be a creep and make your friend feel uncomfortable? Like, what Bruh, the fuck are you talking about? I don't know how this shit works, man. I, I, I brought it, I brought it to some of the women at the, at the office, man. There's only two women in the office. Actually, only, there's two women in the office. I brought it to one. And she was like, what? <laughs> wow. And you know what I think? It well, what what did you say? Oh, her, oh, to her? Yeah. I said dot 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 what? Yeah, she a, didn't say nothing. And not a not a question mark, a period. Dot 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 what? She said I'm sorry. And that was it. And that was it. I deleted that shit out of my phone so quick. I never wanna never again. Never wanna see it again. Fuck out of here. Bruh, she said I was too comfortable. And I'm like sitting here and I think the conclusion that I've come to, man. You know, we've talked about, like, you know, social media and how people just can't talk and can't interact. That's what it was. I think it's also the fact that it's 2020. I think we just live in a culture of distrust. Man, that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate as shit, man. I think we just live in a world to where people don't know how to fucking act. When, like, they might trust something or at least feel comfortable. Like, they doubt themselves and doubt their comfort. Oh, yeah, like, whenever something's going good, they get scared. Exactly. Like, you see enough, like, social media memes about how, like, this dude's got X amount of chicks or she's got side dudes and shit. And all the same fucking memes about, like, how you want the one person and how you were, like, born in the wrong era. Whatever. They used to beat their wives openly in the 50s. Anyway. It's like... <laughs> I shouldn't laugh Hey, straight I've never heard anybody that's wanted to be like, man, I should have been born in the 50s. I've never heard that <laughs> of anybody. <laughs> oh, I've heard that shit. I was born in the wrong era. Well, no. Listen. They... Yeah. The rule of thumb. You might want to Google that. Um, But anyway... I just think people like, and maybe it's, and I don't want to say men, I don't want to say women, because it might just be both of us, that like, we're just built to not trust anything. Hey man, you know what Stone Cold always said? But fuck, man, you know what, everything <laughs> everything is wrestling, ain't it? Fuck. Hey man, I'm telling you. Damn it, she did have a vest. <laughs> fuck. Damn it. So... I don't know what I'm supposed to do out here, bro. I don't know what. I don't know where I'm supposed to fit in at, man. 
See, like, at least you, like, have spaces to, like, go out and, like, interact. <laughs> Bro. Because where I'm living, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, too? Like, I never go out. Yeah, but even when you do, like, like, I, like the last time I went out mm-hmm. was in, like, it was December 9th. My nigga got the date. Yeah, because that's when my boys came down. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then before that was whenever you came down in late October. Late October, yeah. Well, no, yeah. actually, I take that back. I went out on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, but it just yeah. the fucking elks. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> it was old. Like the motherfuckers that work at the DMV and shit were there. You didn't try to take no milf home. And no, nah, not these ones. <laughs> Hell no, uh, no milfs in White County. Nah. Yeah, man. Like there's like there's. It's too much talking around here. Like everybody is in everybody's business. Well, shit. How many people in your town? Oh, there's only like five thousand. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like That'll if, if we're it. not above ten, it's it's tough. Damn. You know, even ten is like stretching it. Because even back home, there's what there's like thirty thousand. Fuck, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, about thirty-five, and it's yeah, it's it's not even six degrees of separation. Yeah. So, I feel you there, man. I just, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I don't know what to do out here, bro. So, Get wild. <laughs> listen, man, you should you should see my forearms. Man, I ain't talking about that wild. You get wild in the streets. <laughs> uh, I can only trust. I can only trust Peter Jensen. Man. I didn't even know she was still working. <laughs> Listen, my legacy lives on forever. That tends to happen whenever you're a legend. Yeah. yeah. I know that from experience. Listen, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm already knowing. I'll go back and watch old matches all the time. They live on forever. Classics. And she's got some uh, classic WrestleMania matches. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I think this might be a good time to get started. <laughs> Want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode sixty, episode sixty of the Hard episode. Camera THCLX, and I am your guy Juve J U V, just under your visual, and I'm sitting here with my tag team partner Big Ren, the legendary. And together we are Edge and Christian. Big Ren, let them know they can reach you on the social medias, though. You got it, man. Um, look up A my fucker. A underscore M A A F H U C K A on both Twitter and Instagram. Oh. I don't really post much on Twitter, um, but Instagram, you will find that fire. And then uh, you can find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316 M A A F F. H H D U P three one six. Fucking run it. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instagrams at Juvi Desayuno. J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the hard camera page on Twitter and the Instagrams at the hard camera. Who'd have thunk it? Check uh, check out Facebook.com slash Juve. I uh, I definitely want to implore y'all to check out our implore. Definitely want to implore y'all to check out our uh, our Instagram pages, man. Every Sunday, Big Ren got a shotgun Sunday going on, man. 
And when I get free, man, this Sunday won't be a won't be a good option. I actually be down in Dallas getting some work done. But when I get a free Sunday, man, I like to do the Sunday service. Uh, take thoughts and questions on IG and just you know build a little community, man. Trying to build hey, a little community. You did shotgun that beer. <laughs> I shotgun the shit out that beer. You did. Go check me out on IG, man. Juvie this, and you know, go check out the Sunday highlights. You can see past questions that I've answered. Check out Big Ren on IG, man. He's he's, he's doing it right, doing Sunday the right way every Sunday. Hey, man. man speaking of shotgun and beers, I'm mm-hmm. fucking. I'm trying to get a shotgun contest going at this festival I'm going to Listen. on in Sunday. <laughs> and I had some people like I post my shotgun on the on the group page yeah. on the Facebook or whatever. And, bro, I got a lot of people sending me back some shotguns. And there were so many people on there like, hey, man, you, you take him? You take him? <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. Like, oh, hell yeah. They're like, oh, hell yeah, man. Easy, easy. And I'm not one to boast on my shotgun. And, Talk your shit, though. And, like, i seen, like, some people post some videos. And I just give them fucking the laugh out loud emoji, you know. Right. And I swear, one dude, because I didn't see him cut it. Like that's the thing. I gotta see you cut. You that gotta bitch see open. him cut it. I feel you. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't cut mine, but you did see me open it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I swear, this dude like tipped it in one second, threw it down, and it was empty. Like ah. it, it's not like it was bone dry. I'm thinking, man, get the fuck out right, of here. Right, right, right. I know better than that. I know better than <laughs> that, man. No doubt. You listen. You got a shotgun challenge waiting to be started on IG. Man. Waiting. Well, I mean, I've got people doing. I've got a couple people doing shotgun Sundays, yeah. coast to coast. That's what's up. That's what's. And up. then like I've already got a couple people like looking forward to shotgun some beers with me at the festival. Like there's gonna be like I'm and see this be boasting again. I don't like to do that. <laughs> there, uh, there's gonna be people be like, yo, you got shotguns and beers. Yeah, get it. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Listen, man, it's a heavy price to be a legend, man. A lot comes with it. Well, I comes with it. I want to tell y'all as well, man. Y'all know where you listen to us right now. Subscribe to the Hard Camera on Spotify. Like and subscribe, and tell your friends, and, and make this thing pop, man. Make this thing grow. We do it for us, but we definitely do it for y'all. Um, without anyone listening to us, it's just two dudes talking into the vortex, man. We better than that. Check us out on the Spotify. Tell everybody you know it's the Hard Camera. We have everything. <clears throat> Help us pay our bills. Please. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. Big Ren. We had NXT take over Portland. One hell of a fucking show. My goodness. Before we dig into the show, want to update the world and update each other on our newest poll numbers, our newest prediction numbers. Big Ren, NXT TakeOver Portland. We only disagreed on one thing, on one yeah. match. So and, and it cost you a little bit. Big Ren went five out of six, taking him to 71 out of 118 matches at 60.16%. You got Ju went a perfect six for six. Fuck out of here. I might. I might fuck <laughs> out of here. Uh, going 79 for 118. Uh, 66.94%. Of course, we got mash shows on the way. Super Showdown, Revolution, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania at the very least. That's at least four shows. We got time. But Big Ren, man, 
Oh, and including another NXT takeover. So we got at least five shows between now and then the start of the new season. But uh, Big Ren, man, the overall show. What'd you think, please? What'd you think, player? Oh, um, I loved it. There was only one thing that I didn't like about it. Yeah. And that was... Um, no, don't even say it. We'll get to that match. We'll get to that match. Yeah. Whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I loved it. It was... Everything that I expected to happen, happened. Yeah. And that, I mean, that doesn't necessarily make it a great show, but it was, that's not what made it a great show for me. It was just fucking action, 100%. Action packed. They showed their ass, didn't they? Yeah, they always <laughs> do, man. And, and like, and I love that they do that, but then just the, the next week of NXT always seems to lack a bit. I don't know if you got to catch it. But. Um, I read the recap, and we'll we, we'll get to that in a bit. We'll definitely yeah. get to that in a bit. Um, but no, man, I listen. That was a strong, strong show. It really was, man. Um, I wouldn't say there were necessarily any weak spots, uh, but you know we'll break down we'll break down each match as it went, man. Let's start at the top. We had the uh, the rubber match of sorts, man. Keith Lee defeats Dominic Dijakovic in uh, a hell of a match, man, between two horses. We 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 saw damn near everything, man. What what a fucking way to start off the show, man. Tell me about it. what'd you like, what how'd you feel? And all the flippy doodahs, man. Boy, they hit some flippity doodahs, didn't they? <laughs> Golly. That's like like it's like it's like I'd never even seen it happen before. Each time I fucking see it happen, it's like God damn! Like where's like I've seen I've seen both these guys get up in the air multiple mm-hmm. times, but each time I see it, it's mm-hmm. like holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was he, just amazing. And Keith, Keith Lee, Lee hit a cur- hit a hurricane rana in the first forty five seconds. Like, boy, that says a lot. Boy, in a hurricane. <laughs> what is he, like, 6'5", like, I think he's, like, 6'2", 6'3", like, 300-something pounds. Hit and bust I mean, I guess, I guess if there is a good time to bust something out like that, is to do it right off the fucking bat. Right, man. Set the tone. <laughs> Set the tone, didn't he? Dominic Dijakovic hit that Spanish fly off the top rope. But the, 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 man, listen, the margin for error on that springboard tope onto the, onto Keith Lee, into the announcer's chair, in between the two tables? That's something special. Bruh, had anything gone wrong, we'd be talking a whole different story. Oh, yeah. There was, yeah, I mean, later on in the night, there was a couple stiff ones, and I was like, Jesus. Bruh. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, that was. Did you yeah. see that? Did you see that they were told to work stiffer? I did see that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which, which you know, maybe a, um, I mean, rumored to be you know the reason for more injuries lately. But I mean, listen, and apparently it was put into place, you know, before AEW became you know on TNT to where you know it may not be like a direct result or a direct you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Um, reaction, um, and I hate to just dog WWE. I don't necessarily. I don't know if I necessarily believe that because they know what kind of product was gonna be put out with AEW. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. But NXT they work a certain style anyway. 
They were working club. so style anyway. Fight Club. <laughs> but that that tope off that springboard tope onto the announced chair, that was just a thing of beauty, man. Um I had thought originally now part of me you know the ending of the match, at, at first I actually thought that, that Dijakovic um you know kind of botched a little bit. I thought that at first. And, and you know, maybe he kinda did, but the way that they sold it with the second attempt of how his back just gave out, like Either that was just great storytelling, or it was great storytelling that they turned out of you know a missed opportunity. But either way, man, what a what a what a match, what a match! And I didn't even expect that to be the opener, but yeah. after it started going, I was like, "This is this is obviously the perfect opener." They did it all, man. They did it all. Flippity doos, brute strength. They did it all. I am not mad at all. Um. Let's see, man. Moving forward, we had the street fight. Uh, Dakota Kai defeated Tegan Knox. That table defeated Tegan Knox. Listen, man, them tables was about four and one. <laughs> them tables went about four and one that night, G. Oh man. <laughs> talk me, talk me through it, man. That was a hard ass match. Like they were definitely. Fucking each other up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holding nothing back. Getting after it. Getting dirty. Getting fucking mean. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like like both women's matches had a certain feel that they were like slightly overlooked. Oh, yeah. In the sense that, you know, Ripley and Belair, which of course we'll talk about here soon. Um, it kind of felt like a foregone conclusion to where people may not want to get into it all the way. And it felt like, you know, I mean, they've done a great job building the Tegan Knox Dakota, uh, Dakota Kai story. Something about it seemed like it was, you know, just a little bit on the back burner as far as, you know, that it maybe just the car was so stacked that it might have come off that way. But in response to it, these two went at it and put on a fucking show. They did, and then they got spoiled. the The ending was a little strong. Before we get to the ending, though, I really I want to talk about like the psychology of it all, and it's just and it's simple psychology, right? Like Dakota Kai turned to the bad side. Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox was more of like a reactor. It was like her evil was trying to keep up with Dakota Kai's evil, but everything she, she did, it. yeah, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. Everything that she did was in response to Dakota Kai. And really like I don't even, I can't even like really see her keeping up with that meanness. She no, she can't. She can't. And I think that was uh I mean overall that was her that was her downfall. She ain't built for the revenge life. She ain't built for the revenge life. And the one moment to where like it seemed like she might be built for the revenge life. She Cut never her off. she never got a chance to show us. Because we got the the Rana Gonzalez interference, um, how'd you feel about that? I, I, I not great, I can tell. But t- talk to me about the the ending and, and everything you thought. That random ass lady from the May Young Classic, Bruh. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Listen, man, I dead ass thought that was Sonya Deville for a second. Dude, <laughs> so did I. That's <laughs> dead ass. Like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, I, I thought the exact same thing, and I was like thinking, I was like, no, nah, like what, what? 
what? And then they said her yeah. name because I, I didn't even know who the fuck she was. I didn't, I didn't watch the main class. And neither, and neither did the crowd. Did you hear the chant? No, what they say? They said, who are you? Who are <laughs> you? Who are you? NXT crowds are top fucking notch. They are. They are. I, I, I right, think... and that was the first time they've been to Portland too. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they, psh, they was, they was in it, man. Portland, Portland is an old school wrestling city from back, back in the day. Um, old, you know, Roddy, 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 Roddy Piper got his start in the Portland territory. So I mean, they, the old school wrestling town from back, back in the day. They picked their cities the right way. They picked their cities very well. Um, but it just. It didn't go over well because on one hand, like, now me at home, I didn't know who that was. The crowd no. didn't know who it was. And so when <laughs> when Moro Ronaldo and Beth Phoenix and Nigel McGinnis are trying to put it over, oh, my God, it's Randy Gonzalez. It, what? Huh? Yeah, like, they should have been like, oh, my God, who is this? Or something because the crowd, it didn't, the crowd told more of the story than the announcers did. The announcers tried it, but the crowd told they more made, of the story by being dead ass silent. They tried to make it seem like she was like legit in the on the roster, <laughs> bruh. Right? Like you don't even play here. What are you doing? I'm saying, like you don't go here. That's so funny. Listen, I'm about to use that in life. You don't even go here. That's so dope. That's so dope. Um, the thing about it is like. I'm down for, like, the Sean Diesel thing. I'm yeah. down for that. So I'm I'm definitely down for Dakota Kai having muscle. I'm definitely down for finding a way to expand the story and tell more of the story. I don't know. Because, you know what? I mean, like, on one hand, had Dakota Kai just won clean, then it would negate the need for her having muscle, right? Yeah. If Tegan Knox won, then it makes more sense for the muscles to show up. I think the execution was just, I don't know. I, I think the only thing is we didn't know, for one, we didn't know enough of Randy Gonzalez for it to make an impact. And for two, it's a takeover. Mm-hmm. That shit should have happened. Like, if it, if she was going to make an appearance, it definitely should have just been on a, on a Wednesday night. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like, I... The, maybe like maybe Dakota Kai wins via I know it's a street fight so I mean like fake clean and then they brawl on Wednesday and then she makes her debut um, maybe you know but yeah there's just there was somebody that didn't hit all the way as far as the ending goes but how did they how did they fuck up that table shot though she was just new and nervous mm-hmm. so they should have had her out there then bruh listen that had to suck. Yeah. Golly, that had to suck. You're hitting one side of the table with your ass, and then the back, the other side of the table is flipping up and smacking you in the noggin. Bruh, I that mean, had to on. suck. Smacking that shit and then not going through. Because, I mean, for her to smack it the way she did, that means that, like, her upper back Whiplash. and the back of her head smacked that shit. Like, yeah. Ugh. Exactly. That's that is super rough, man. Super rough. Let's uh let's push forward as you anyway to 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 put a coda on that we're getting that steel cage match, uh Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai in a steel cage, um so that'll be interesting to see man I'm 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 looking forward to that as well. 
But uh, let's push forward, man. My match of the night. For me, this was match of the night. The Prince, Finn Balor, defeats Johnny Gargano. What a match, man. I loved it. And it turned Johnny's world upside down yet again. Didn't it? Yeah, we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that later. But go ahead. Talk, talk about the match. Oh, dude. I mean, I think that was the longest match of the night. It may have been. I think it went fine because I just looked it up just a little bit ago. Let me find out, actually. It was like 27 fucking minutes. From bell to bell? Yeah. Listen, man. They told, listen, they told one hell of a story. That third act, the third portion of the match, man. Because the story was just, it was laid out perfectly. Like, it was yes, 27 minutes, but yeah. 27 minutes. The way the, the the story of the match was like, yo, these two guys really don't fuck with each other, right? So there's a certain hatred within them, but it was based on who's the better wrestler. And so the beginning of the match was, you know, the 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 technical wrestling, right? It was based on who's the better wrestler, but eventually that shit went out the window, and they had to get down. They had to get down with the shits. See, and I like like I don't think we'll see another Gargano Finn match for a while. Well, no, no time soon, considering you know the new developments. But yeah, and I and I kind of like that. Like I kind of like them just doing this one off deal and mm-hmm. just having a phenomenal fucking match. And I mean, there was close calls on both sides. It was great. You know? It was great, man. I love the callback to, you know, how the feud started with, you know, the, the 1916 on the floor and the shotgun drop kick. And and you know what? Babyface logic, man. Again, Johnny Gargano, he, he kind of has problems, like, really tapping into the darkness. I mean, to, to, to an extent. Well, again, we'll talk, about, we'll talk about it later. But, you know, Finn's whole thing. If you come okay. at Finn, you come at Finn, you best not miss. Blah, blah, And the one, the one time he truly missed, Finn got him up out of there, man. Got him up out of there. This match was great. Like I said, it was the match I was most looking forward to, and it was, it was, it was my match of the night. This match of the night for me was the opener. Okay, the uh, Keith Lee, Dominic Dajakovic. Yeah, that can't, got the shit growing. Can't be mad at that. That's a great choice. That's a great choice too. Um, but no, I've, I've probably watched, uh, I've watched both matches twice, but no you, know, shit. you said what? Said no shit. Yeah. I watched them both twice, man. There's, there's something about, you know what? There's something about 2020 wrestling that it doesn't have the same replayability, but what they're doing over the AEW, uh, sorry, as AEW, well, hell, AEW's got some shit too, of course. But what they're doing at NXT, man. Yeah. I had to, I had to go back and watch both of those matches again. I, I definitely get it. That being uh, the match, your your match tonight as well. I could probably watch it again, and I mean, I would obviously enjoy it if I watched it again. But it, I, oh yeah, it it wouldn't be like I wouldn't be on my phone the whole time. While was, <laughs> like, right. what I mean, like like with some of the matches on like the the main the main show shit. Yeah, true, you know. You know what? And watching a match back, it's got those qualities of like your favorite TV shows, like the stuff you didn't catch before. Yep, bingo. Because it's it's a play, you know. You're telling your story. It's a play. It's got three acts to it. Um, that, dude, that's one. Like whenever I try to 
talk to people. I talk to non-fans about wrestling. That's yeah. one of the main things I always tell them that it, it, it's a fucking play. Like you're, play. you're not gonna go anywhere, anywhere. You're not gonna go anywhere and see anything else like this live. Dead ass, dead ass. And you you watch long enough, you can tell where the first act ends and the second act begins, where the second act ends and the third act begins, and then building to that climax. It's it's literally a play. And they uh, they had some massive storytelling in in both of the matches. But Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, hey, bro! The plays are gay, bro. Play <laughs> theater art. <laughs> Broadway, bro. That shit's gay. Stretching. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, man. Rhea Ripley defeats Bianca Belair. Um, this 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 match was was. Like I said, it was in an unenviable position from the very beginning. For one, it seemed like the most foregone conclusion because of the Charlotte Flair thing. For two, they put it right after Finn versus Gargano. Yeah, that's like the dead spot. It was like the dead spot. And clearly they knew that because, I mean, they they, they put these shows together with a certain science to them. Um, But I think the Portland crowd also knew that they knew. I think the Portland crowd, of course, they gave everything they had with, with Gargano and Balor, but they, they tried to give them what they could, you know what I mean, to let them know that they are appreciated. So I, I respect that. Yeah, no, I, I dig that. Yeah. But the match itself was really good, man. If I had to choose, like, the word worst is just a harsh word. So if I had to choose, like, a quote-unquote worst match of the night, then this would probably be it. But... Wait, so that... Um, outside the foregone conclusion... It feels like there was a certain gear they didn't get to, but it was kind of pacing. Yeah, but they still like gave it. They they still like put it out there. You know what I mean? There wasn't any necessarily. There wasn't any like real drama in the match for me that made me think, "Oh shit!" You know, maybe they were gonna pull the trigger. Um, but there were some dope spots in there, man. Um, the slap fest when when Rhea Ripley was on the on the ropes and. Bianca Belair was in the corner. They were slapping each other. And how, you know, Bianca Belair took that hair. was like, man, fuck that shit. Listen, I love the subtle hashtag undertones of Bianca Belair's hair whip. I love those undertones of, of what that whip could or could, of what that whip could or couldn't mean. Um, hell yeah. I loved when uh, off the ropes, Bianca, or sorry, Rhea Ripley hit Belair with that big boot. And then Bianca Belair turned into that spear. I really liked that. It was probably like the highlight of the match for me, um, which was really cool to me. And then, yeah, going into the finish, man, um, you know, she uh, off the ropes, the riptide off the ropes. Not off the, off the ropes, but, you know, kind of set up another way to, to get it set up. Um, that was dope, too. But, yeah, no, t- talk to me about it, man. Man, I mean, you just basically said everything I was going to fucking I was say. About to say. I know I hit a lot of the, I know I hit a lot of the high points. <laughs> That's right. No, that's that's fine. That's good. That's a good deal. That's good shit. That's good shit, pal. Good shit, pal. Pronouns, pal. You know. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, we we knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And then I mean, with Charlotte getting involved. Yeah. And then and then we have uh I I think Charlotte's going to come to NXT to fight Bianca Belair. We got to get that match. Um we have to get and that match. The way she threw into those I, stairs, I, yeah. We're not gonna. I mean, that's obviously not gonna be like. We're, we'll probably talk about that. When's that? That I'm gonna say that's gonna be for like in two weeks. What's that? That match? Yeah. 
And I'm gonna go ahead and call it right the fuck now. Bianca Belair is gonna fucking beat Charlotte, and Bianca Belair is gonna be added to the fucking okay. match. Yeah. Can we get a triple threat? Yeah. Okay. I'm not mad at that, man. Uh, of course, Charlotte interfering after the match. I want to ask you this: What do you think about the NXT Women's Championship being defended on WrestleMania? Uh, well, that means, well, I mean, that means it won't be, de- I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean, but does that mean that it won't be defended at TakeOver Tampa? You know, I don't know. I can't call it. You know, and that's the only thing I can take away from it. I'm I'm excited for it. I think there should be more. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but NXT's its own brand, and right. and I like to keep it on its own brand at the same time, just because it's special. Special over there, right. you know. It's different. It's 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 what Finn Balor said about NXT and the main shows is 100 percent right. He said it's Raw and SmackDown is Hollywood. NXT is fucking Broadway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The the original idea of it all, I won't say I was excited, but I was intrigued. Right. Yeah. Giving it some more thought, though. I am not as excited for it. Yeah, because it's gonna be it's gonna be in a dead spot. Well, gonna, or, or it might start the night off, or no, it won't start the night off. It'd be like the second match of the night. For me, right, it's being put on WrestleMania because it's Charlotte Flair. Oh yeah, it's not necessarily to showcase the NXT Women's Championship. It's to it's to put Charlotte Flair on WrestleMania. I think this match, now of course you can't just put the Royal Rumble winner, the Royal Rumble winner has to go to WrestleMania, so I, I, I get it. I feel like this match is better suited for NXT TakeOver Tampa. Yo, yeah, 100%. Because um, like, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think she should, like she won the Royal Rumble between the two divisions, Raw and SmackDown, not NXT. And yes, there was NXT people in the Rumble. They had to do that, though. <laughs> yeah, well, shit, with the seven women they had between Raw and SmackDown, yeah. But, like, I don't think she should be able... I don't think Charlotte should be able to go to NXT and say, I'm going to take your title because you don't even go here. I think... I, I like the idea of, like, them trying to show that the women's title means something. But the thing is, man, WrestleMania... Is like eleven hours long. Way too long. <laughs> and there are gonna be so many matches on WrestleMania. It's gonna get overlooked. Yeah. Yes, and it like, will. I, I feel like they are making NXT out to look like it's not as good as Raw and SmackDown, which I think is the really? complete fucking opposite. I think they are, yeah. I think they're trying to get I think they're trying to get more people to watch NXT by doing this, mm-hmm. but I, th- I think there's already enough NXT fans. Like, I don't want any posers over here. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I kind of disagree in the sense, like, look at, like, Survivor Series, where, like, Rhea Ripley was a sole survivor for NXT, right? Yeah. They truly believe in Rhea Ripley, and they believe in the NXT brand, but the thing is, it's also, like, okay, so Tampa's going to have, what, 70,000 fans? The vast majority of those fans don't know who Rhea Ripley is. I don't think. 
No, I agree with you on that. It's 100%. a casual fans paradise. So the 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 fans at Raw the next night, they rolling. The fans at NXT Tampa the night before, they rolling. The SmackDown fans, they they probably rolling. I'm not probably. sure the re- yeah. I wouldn't sure that the I'm not sure that the WrestleMania crowd is fully gonna <laughs> grasp like Rhea Ripley, right? And so of course you'll get you know a little bit of mainstream atmosphere. Because it's Charlotte Flair and it's WrestleMania. And I think Rhea Ripley is going to win. But for me, this screams out, yeah, let's give NXT a little bit of a rub. But it more so screams out, let's give Charlotte something different to do versus chasing Becky Lynch or chasing Bayley. Let's make her look like she's not just being handed everything. Let's use this to rub up NXT. But I think the next night... It's all going to be inconsequential. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. And like, I mean, like, like what? I mean, what type of match was Charlotte in last year at Mania? A fucking triple threat match. Where they can't even show the finish in highlight packages because it was botched. Bingo. And I'm wondering too, because it's WrestleMania. What kind? What style of match are they going to have? Are they going to have a main roster WWE match? Or are they going to have an NXT match? That's a which, very good question. I didn't even think about that. Which is very, very important. Very important. I mean, I hope it's NXT style, but I'm not getting my hopes up. And even NXT style means like... I mean, this how, is maybe. It is. Yeah. So even NXT style also refers to like how is it going to be shot for like the main viewing audience, the 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 people at home. At home. So there's intrigue here for me. It's to it's beginning to be for like reasons I don't like, but but like is the intrigue more for how it's going to be done or for the match, the actual match? You know what I mean? I think the intrigue is in the novelty of Charlotte Flair having an NXT championship match. Yeah, okay, okay, on, yeah. I on the that. WrestleMania card. I don't think it's necessarily going to be in the build. I don't think it's going to be in the match itself. I think it's going to be in like we we're we're trying to give NXT a rub, but more so, this is Charlotte Flair. I think is so where like, the intrigue is. Say she doing was doing something not to cut you off, but Charlotte Flair doing something different with her Royal Rumble victory is where the intrigue is. Go ahead, my fault. I get that. But say Charlotte does win, mm-hmm. is she going to be like the Brock Lesnar of the women's division of NXT? I imagine she would spend time in NXT. I don't think they would do that to NXT. I would hope not. I would definitely hope not. I don't think they would do that to NXT. I think, but I do think Rhea Ripley, and it's, you know, we'll, of course we'll do our WrestleMania show. I do think Rhea Ripley wins, and then I think Charlotte's just like, meh. Maybe she, maybe she shakes her hand. Or something at Mania, but I think Charlotte just kind of meh the next day and goes to try to take someone else's title. I, I would be 100% fine with that. <laughs> I'd be pissed. Don't just meh. <laughs> Don't just meh. This is WrestleMania and you lost. Don't just meh. Like, what'd you do it for? If you don't mean shit, what you do it for? Don't just, don't just meh. Nah. I just did it just to do it. Fuck that. <laughs> You could have went for the tag titles. Stop. No, I'm just man. Oh, uh, that's sick. fucking hilarious. Shit. Pushing forward, man. 
We uh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, the broser waits. I will. I'll be. Listen. I'll be tight. I will be tight. Cause listen, man. I'm nah. Everything's so damn inconsequential with Raw and SmackDown. Nothing matters anymore. I, no, I, I agree with you 100% on that. And so we get NXT where they do stories that matter and things have consequences. We get AEW. Things have consequences. Things matter. Cody Rhodes can never challenge for the title again. Sure, we'll find a way for him to eventually challenge for the title. But he can't challenge for the title, right? John Moxley's been wearing an eye patch for how long? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's been taking cat's eyes. Like things matter, and nothing matters on Raw and SmackDown unless it's a fucking wellness suspension. And even that, and even that, even that. Yeah, as an example, right. So, yeah, and no, I'm just sick of shit not mattering and, sh- and shit not, like, stop insulting my intelligence. You know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, I'm going to be a little tight. I'm be a l- Say it again. They think we're bullshit fans. Yeah. They, they, they think there's no, like, real, like, legit fans out there anymore. Bruh. And they can just get away with fucking feeding us shit, feeding us shit and telling us it's a goddamn steak. Exactly. So that's that's why I'm tight about the whole thing, because We've it's just a, WWE for a while. And I it's mean, not just because it's and it's not just because we're picking on them. It's it's for legit shit. Listen, if you doggable to come get dogged, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We've 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 discussed uh, AEW's women's division and not being as strong as it is, and they're working on it. But like. People at work that think I'm just picking on them. And I say, no, I'm not just picking on you. No. I'm, fucking, I'm telling you, this is fucking up. <laughs> but that's the thing to me. It, it it just seems like it don't seem that fucking like it doesn't seem that genuine. It just seems like something for her to do and then forget the Monday after WrestleMania as if it never happened. Just something to hold us over so that we not just dogging Charlotte Flair for going for the, the Raw or SmackDown championships. And so, yeah, she'll like, put Rhea Ripley over to show that Rhea Ripley is a force to be reckoned with. But like, nah, it'll nah. definitely happen because I mean they've done we've done this. This has happened a couple times. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a little tight. I'm a little tight. So yeah. It's all right, me. bro. Uh, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? I'm saying. I'm saying it's all right for you to be tight. <laughs> it's all about to say. I'm about to say because it's a it's a culture saying, of distrust. I'm with you. I'm with you. My man, it's a culture of distrust. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, pushing forward, man. We've got new NXT Tag Team Champions. The Broserweights made it to Portland. Got that thing impounded. Yeah. And they have uh, they defeated the Undisputed Era for the Tag Team Championships. If there was... Uh, and this match was stellar. I would put this as number three match of the night. Um... But I could I could I could put it in that number two slot for me. It was it was it it was a hell of a tag match. You there? Uh, yeah, no. Go ahead. Tell me. Talk about. <laughs> no, sound like you cut up for a bit. No, yeah, this was. I enjoyed the hell out of this. 
I'm fucking. I love the UE, but I'm fucking glad they lost. Like, oh, yeah. like you said, it's we're telling a bigger story here, right? And it's not. It's not even about the Broser weights, but no, nah, they fucking performed. I I thought there was a couple times where they were gonna lose it. Yeah, they overcame, and I mean, hell, they went on to the to defend this past Wednesday against. Uh, I always fucked their names up. Morgan and Birch. There you go. I really like how they did that. Like they they show they tease moments of where like oh this is this team this this quote unquote thrown together team. They, they ain't got what it takes. Night too. Say it again. They come on saying that shit all night too. This team has yeah. just been thrown together. Yeah, and then you saw the moments where like they had the thrown together moments where um they accidentally I think it was uh what Dunn knocked Matt Riddle off the off the apron I believe it was or was it the other way around. Um, I mean, yeah. It was either way, but yeah. Yeah, and and then Matt Riddle speared Pete Dunn accidentally, and so they showed their moments, and it was a great that was a great tease, as if they weren't going to get it done, but they came together, man, knocked it out. Uh, no, I I enjoyed. It. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the Broser Waits yeah. tag team title run. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. The, the they're both. I mean, like, they. And they're they're it's I, I like even more that they're the complete opposite individuals. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and that just adds to it, like to the whole thing. He's like, dude, where's our golf cart? You got it, <laughs> <laughs> right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's really that's really fun. Like they they get along. But they're not like they're nothing to like, which just makes their no. whole. And then they're dope in the ring. They've they've got a great thing going. I, like they just they they give it their all. It seems like more than other tag teams in the division. Like they, it seems like they really try to go out there and fucking get it. I can see them having like a a pretty decent sized reign just between how good they are in the ring, um, how far you can go as far as their personalities go. And plus, I'll be honest, man, I'm not sure how deep the tag team division is in NXT right now. It's I think it's kinda lacking. Yeah. I mean, we had to uh we had to have the grizzled young vets come over from UK. Right. You know. We shipped and, off and the Street Profits, shipped off the Viking sides. Yeah. That speaks for both sides. I mean NXT America and then they don't call it that obviously, but NXT America and then NXT UK. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's something going on, you know. That's real, and nobody man. gives a fuck about the the Forgotten Sons. Everybody forgets about them. <laughs> yeah, with, with great reason. Yeah. Um, and I mean, who else? Who else is in the tag team division now? That's a real thing, man. You know, Orkin. There's what uh, Lorkin and Birch, which they just defeated. The UE, which is kind of tied up doing other things. Um, Grizzly Young Vets just came over. Forgotten Sons. Who are they? Who are they looking to? Uh, to rival, they were talking about neck beards. I just read this and I'm 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 drawing a blank. Maybe heavy machinery comes back. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, you know, Otis is tied up in his love his love triangle with with Mandy Rose, so he's he's a little busy. My um, boy. My boy. <laughs> um. But yeah, man, I don't know. You know, they, so they've got they've got to build up that tag division, but they've got a great team. You know, leading leading it right now at least. So we'll we'll, we'll go from there. Um, taking us to the main event, my guy. 
Adam Cole is the sole remaining member of the Undisputed Era with a championship. He's got the championship as he defeated Tommaso Ciampa. Talk me through it, man. How'd you, what'd you think about the match overall? Shit was hard. Yeah. I mean, Ciampa is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> I love it. And hey. Cole, it just seems like Cole is just trying to, it just seems like Cole's hanging on by an inch. Yeah. And and that goes with, even during the matches, it seems like he's always just holding on by an inch and just grabs it and goes and sneaks out the win. Yeah. And, I mean, especially with what happened with the ending, you know, his boys had to come out. And then, I mean... Did you get to Did you get to watch NXT, or you read about it? No, I, I read up on it. Um, as far as you know, what uh, you know, this past as you know, man, I've had some long days. I didn't get to watch the the newest episodes. Um, the thing about Adam Cole is that he's really like a perfect heel champion in the sense that he's great in the ring. Yeah, he's great in the ring, but he's also shown that he is beatable. Yes. And so that you can play off so many emotions based off that of just him being great, being beatable, and having his guys backing him up. He's Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen, clearly. Bingo. He's he's clearly Ric Flair. Um, he can go in the ring, but can be beaten, but will do just that extra thing to to hold on to the title. Um, I like I like the match a lot. I like the match a lot. It went on a little long for me. I think. minutes. Yeah, it went on a little long for me. Um, there was a sequence that, like, on one hand was mad exciting, but on the other hand was, like, a little, I get, I, he hit the destroyer, right, on the floor. He hit the destroyer on the floor. And then threw Champa in the ring, and Champa immediately gets up and hits that draping DDT. And then immediately hits the, uh, what is it, Bell's, uh, Willow's Bell. Yep. No, 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 the, the uh, fairy tale ending. And, of course, he gets a kick out too, which is exciting. But it was almost like, okay, let's just spam these high-impact maneuvers and not sell. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and maybe I'm nitpicking, but it, it. No, that's what we do. It's a, yeah. It just it's it's a hard camera, um. So it seemed a little much in a row. Like they maybe they could have spaced it out a little bit. Um. Again, I think it went on a little long. This I was like, the match with the fucking that hard ass landing on the edge of the table, wasn't it? He hit him with that wheelbarrow suplex. Yep. God damn, that was dude. tough. That was tough. Yeah, <laughs> that was tough to see, man. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. That was so hard to watch. Um, I like how Tommaso Ciampa came off as a world beater, like he beat off the whole pause. He he defended him. He defended himself. Russell Bodge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh he defended himself from the undisputed era, um, and and was looking to you know get the victory, man, and until you know that that one uh. That one factor he wasn't thinking about. And he realized it this past week 
Yeah. And he yeah. said, yeah, I should have I known better. <laughs> what but, do you think about this newest iteration of Gargano Champa? I mean, we've seen it how many times now? Man. It's always been fire. Yeah. But, like, I want to see the three matches. I want to see two more matches with Cole and Ciampa. You want to see a three-peat? Yeah. And, like, and even if one of them's just on Wednesday night, and then we get the main deal... And even the main deal, the main deal at uh, Takeover Tampa. Yeah, I, w- I want to see. I want to see him go three more times. Hey, or two more times. I'm sorry. They they definitely match up well. I mean, shave some time off and add some new elements. I, I get it. I um yeah, we've definitely seen Gargano Champa mad times, but storytelling wise, man, like this makes perfect fucking sense. They could fight forever. This makes perfect sense. Like Gargano, he for put one, the script on this time. He he never he never got to beat Champa for the title. So he never like truly got his revenge. And now he gets to get he he got a little revenge off Tommaso Champa, and and cost him the one thing. That he was aiming for. And this was his first chance to do it. Like, Tommaso Champion had, hadn't had a title match. So, his his one chance, the first chance he got when he was that close. He, what goes around comes around. Tommaso Champa was such a bastard. That boy was such a bastard to Johnny Gargano. That, like... Was pretty he, mean to him. He was kind of, yeah. Like, he was kind of, kind of mean. <laughs> to where like to an extent in Johnny Gargano's eyes he had it coming he had it coming uh, he did he did but god damn it yeah yeah <laughs> my man just came back from a neck injury he did he did <laughs> yeah he did but damn it man he it's it's the perfect storytelling because Johnny Gargano is a dickhead for what he did, but he's so justified in doing it. Completely justified in doing it. He is, but I'm still rooting for Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I'm interested in like I mean, of course the roles are reverse, but Chopper is such a subtle baby face in that like he doesn't he doesn't necessarily like. Face, but he is. He doesn't like do babyface things. Like he kissed that dude in the forehead, but like even that, that was like that cool. Was hilarious. Yeah. Like, like he, that. Like that made that dude's like month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He more so is only a babyface because he goes after heels, but like Gargano isn't the same type of heel. Like Champa is still like a bastard babyface. He he'll still like do things to you like bad things mean things mean things to you right <laughs> and gargano you know what he he seems a little more of like the weasley heel a little bit a little weasley I mean, he looks like a fucking weasel There's i mean that. i'm not trying to do his appearance you know 
there's that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm curious, man, as to how these roles will flesh out. I'm 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 definitely curious. So I'm interested in it, man. I know we've seen it. You know, as recently as a year ago, but, you know, we've got a new chapter, man, a new fold, new wrinkle and fold. So I'm not going to shit all over it, man. Um, we seem to have, you know, part of TakeOver Tampa um, in, in the in the mix, man, especially as we've, you know, we got the newest episode of NXT. Again, I didn't get to see it. You got to actually see it. I, I, I read reviews on it and just kind of, you know, saw what happened or read what happened. Um, nice reset episode, you know, getting us ready for the next phase in NXT. I thought it was kind of lacking. Yeah. yeah. You know how the resets go. Them shows after, like, huge shows yeah. like TakeOver. Like, yeah. every single TakeOver has... Every single TakeOver I've watched has always been... They cranked that shit to 11. Right. You know? And it's, it's hard to come back to that, to sure. a smaller set. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, it's it, that takeover was was a culmination of certain stories to start new stories. Oh yeah. So Balor Gargano is over. Cole Champa is over. Um, we'll talk about what I think will happen with Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic in a second, but that's basically over. Um, the only thing that's carried over is Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. Yeah, true. And that's going to culminate in the steel cage soon. So. Um, I understand the pacing of it all. You know, you can't have explosive moments every weekend, but you, you have a solid show. So, I guess the question is now. Now we see. I mean, Gargano Champ is about to happen. Where? What? What's next, man? What's next? Right? What do you see happening next, man? As far as you know, your your bigger names. Um, bigger names. You know what? We'll start here. Keith yeah, Lee, I, was saying, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, they uh, they had another face-off. And and Dominic ain't done. He's not finished with you yet. He ain't he done. Said, yeah, I mean, yeah, Keith said, yeah, that's a bunch of ifs. Yeah. That's a bunch of, that's a bunch of ifs that you just said, and ifs don't win. They don't. They do now. You know. So then he, then he shut that mic in his chest and walked out the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we see another Keith Lee Dominic Dajakovic match? I mean, they could fight forever. I think. Now, me and you have been texting after the Takeover show. I think they use this as a way to begin a Keith Lee. Finn Balor feud. Man, I'm I'm trying to imagine Finn Balor pick up Keith Lee. They'll, you know, I don't know if he'll pick him up. <laughs> He's gotta try. He might try. Um, if you uh, now I didn't get to see the video package, but Keith, not Keith Lee, but Finn Balor apparently was talking about in the video package about what he does with the most hyped superstars. He gave Matt Riddle the blues. He gave Johnny Gargano the blues. Keith Lee is as hot as he's ever been. Boy is hot right now. Been hot since Survivor Series. Boy been hot. I could totally see. Go ahead. No, I was just saying even before Survivor Series. Yes. He was heating up. Boy was heating up, man. 
boy is heating up. I could totally see a Keith Lee Dominic Dijakovic match interrupted by Finn Balor. To where to where you get Finn Balor and Dijakovic on like a a, a Wednesday. Finn dispatches of Dominic of Dijakovic on the way to Keith Lee Finn Balor at Takeover Tampa. Boy. Dog. Boy, that's going to be fire. Dog. Dog, dog. Of course, we're going to get Ciampa, Ciampa and Gargano, which, give it to me. That's going to be, it'll be fire. Yeah. But also, the main event of TakeOver Tampa, roll with me, walk with your boy, Adam Cole versus... The Velveteen Dream. See, I'm with that, but mm. like, uh, I watched, I watched this past Wednesday, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was the first match back. It was Dream's first match back, and right. like straight up for like the first like couple minutes, it just seemed like they were like wallowing on each other. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the consensus. Yeah, seems to be the consensus. Really? I'll have to go back and watch it, but that seems to be like the consensus. Like it didn't really match like what they were building. Seemed no, like, ex- yeah, exactly. Like it was just like, I mean, it was it looked like a scrap, but like it didn't look good. I feel. I don't. Think. I hear you. Like what, what got me for the match was whenever fucking <laughs> motherfuckers tights, bro. Hey. Did you see that? <laughs> Listen. I've been saying for years now, that Rick. boy, that boy is Prince meets Rick Rude. Yeah, man, I love it. Prince meets Rick Rude. I love it. I'm down. There but was I a couple think... spots in that match too, man. Like fuck, dude. Like he, like Roderick threw him over the. Uh... Shit, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Uh, like over the post. Mm. And like he landed right on his chest on mm. that fucking post, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, that's... man. And I mean, it was a, like once it got rolling, the match it was it got better, but just that just the opening couple of minutes was kind of like, what "The fuck is going on?" Here? Right? <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. But I, I think this I think this is the conduit. We we turn Velveteen Dream and Roderick Strong. Into Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole, and I think this was the way to start that off with the with the with the gang beatdown, and then Dream gonna come back for vengeance, and and we 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 build up to something special. Sp- I'll spit on this microphone. Something special <laughs> at Takeover Tampa. That's one match we haven't really seen yet. Is is Dream versus Cole? No, we and never seen that. Man, imagine the promos. Imagine the electric man. Special. Sweating. Man, so those just predictions, but the NXT brand, they listen, they got some they got some dope going on, man. They really do. Uh, no, that's no that uh, see I didn't even think about that. I'm going. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Any other thoughts on NXT, uh, the Wednesday night show, or NXT TakeOver? Any other thoughts? 
No, I don't have any thoughts on that. Um, yeah, man. The, uh, the uh, AEW show, though, I really enjoyed this week. <laughs> I don't know if you got to read about that. I, I did get to read up on that, too, man. Uh, looks like there was a, a dope-ass battle royal, tag team battle royal. I like the <laughs> rules that they put in that, like, you had to e- eliminate, like, both members both of the team. It makes perfect sense. Which I really like. Yeah. I really like that. Um, Young Bucks taking on uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page at Revolution, which injected in my veins, put that in my veins. Yeah. Um, I mean, because fucking Matt Jackson won it yeah. by himself. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm I don't know if you that. got to see how big that fucking cage was. I did. I did. I saw the finish. I saw the finish on uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. I saw the finish on uh, on 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 the social medias, man. He hit that moon salt off the top to get the victory. Thirty feet in the fucking air. <laughs> yeah, man. AW as well is is building to one hell of a show with AW Revolution. Um, the Cody Rhodes MJF story is just that's just one hell of a story, man. One hell of a story. We've talked mad times about Cody just having the knack for theatrics. He is he. Listen, man, that boy is the son of the son of a son of a plumber. He 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 knows he knows how to pull emotion out of you. Um, the Smack tag team title shit. match we just talked about. Go ahead. Uh, do you think we're gonna get Brody? Um, his no his his non compete doesn't end for a while, but um, oh, March. Ends in March. Well, I mean, Revolution is in February, but I. But yes, to answer your question, yes, <laughs> yes. So I think it's just a matter of how they, you know, figure out how to how to integrate them in there. You know, babyface, heel, uh, faction, solo. It's gonna be. I mean, that that crowd is gonna go nuts for him when he does debut. So it's just a matter of yeah, getting him how they want to integrate him into the stories. But yes, to answer your question, absolutely. I think that's one thing AEW needs is is more big men. Yeah, because most of the guys are like they're not they're not huge. They're not huge guys. No, and, and I kind of like that though, because like I for me at least it makes it seem like they're just like average dudes. Right. True. You know what I mean? I, they're not like they're super fucking jacked up and shit. And I don't know. True. True. I do like it. I uh, but you know it just needs a little more you know rounding out to the to the to the roster, like it's not that they all do flippy doos because they all definitely have different techniques and styles. But yeah, you know add a little more. Uh, so yeah, you know athletic big men, um, you know who you know who who should just show feats of strength, who can technically you know do technical wrestling or just be like big men. You know what I mean? So hey, yeah. did you see uh, did you see Matt Jackson get charged with that manslaughter? Sammy Guevara. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> you gotta go back and look at that super kick. <laughs> okay, word, word, word. Okay. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That's what's up, man. Uh, anything else, man, from the week that was, as far as your thoughts or feelings on the wrestlings or anything at all? Um, I can't. Nah, I don't think there's anything. I think we, I think we hit it. I think we hit it all, man. I think we hit it all. Another uh, another home run show from NXT, man. NXT TakeOver Portland. 
uh, coming very, very, very soon uh, on the hard camera. We got a double show in one, man. The uh, WWE Blood Money 7 is the same weekend as AEW Revolution, so we will be bringing you both prediction shows in one. Grab your popcorn, put your feet up, clean the crib, do whatever you got to do, man. It's going to be a long one. We're going to dig in real deep. And, of course, we'll have uh, recap shows the next week on both. Um, I say it all the time, man. Great time to be a fan. Whatever you're looking for is out there for you, no doubt. You just got to watch. Just got to watch, man. You just got to watch. We all got the same internet. We all got the same Google machine. So it's all good. Um, Big Ren, man. Let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. Got it, man. All right, yeah. You guys guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at amafucka, A underscore M-A-A-F-H-U-C-K-A. You can also find me on Snapchat at MoffDub316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Fucking run it. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvie Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the Hard Camera page, man, on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera. Check out Facebook.com slash Juve. And as always, man, every single episode, catch us on Spotify. Subscribe to the Hard Camera page. Tell everybody you know, man, whether you're a fan of this art form or not, there's literally something here for everybody. If you're a fan of this art form, then dig in for every hour and a half, two hours, man, rock out with us. If you know somebody who's not a fan of the art form but is a fan of this life thing, dig in with us, man. We, we, we drop 30 minutes for you every show. We got something for everybody, man. Subscribe to us to the Spotify page and help us pay our bills. Fucking please. Because I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. What a show, man. Had a great time. This has been episode 60 of The Hard Camera. Until next time, we will see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. Salute.